What's cracking? You know the voice, you know the vibes. It's your boy Real back with another episode of the Reality Check Podcast. You dig? Hey, look, and I ain't even got to introduce him no more. You know my boy with me. We Steve, what up? What up, what up? Jarrell, my man, Juice. What up, man? They should call you Juice, man, bro, because you always come with these great ideas. Yo, if we can't meet in person, let's remote for the people. And we here. Let's go. That's it's what, Steve Styles, your boy do. from iHeartRadio. <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we you talking about. They should call me Juice, bro. You know, that's, that was my name my whole life. I knew it. I knew it, Juice, nope. man. You were the Juice Man in high yes. school. I knew, like, Yes, I was the juice man in high school. That was my yeah, guy. Yeah, that was bro. my guy in high school. He always said everything we needed, oh, man. He was juice man. plugging hey. the parties. Yeah. Plugging where the girls were yeah. at. Yeah, real head the juice. Plugging what's supposed to join. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like a mentor. Was, you know my last name is Geist, bro. And you know, like, like, all right, so this had happened, right? Freshman right. in high school. I'm on the basketball team, all of that. And my basketball coach, he don't know. He think my last name really is Juice, right? And so we had practice or whatever. We He called it me too. He think my last name really Juice, right? And the whole team just ended up picking up on it. And like one day in the middle of the season, I tell him like, you know, my last name is Geist. And he like, stop playing. You feel me? Like he ain't even believe me, bro. He's like, stop playing. But like, I was, yeah, my last name Geist, bro. And, I, the, and they was like, it's too late now, bro. So for the rest of high school, all all four years of high school, bro, my Juice. name was Juice. All, Juice. Didn't nobody even know what my Juice. real name was, bro. I didn't nobody Man. even know what my real name was, bro. It was just Juice, 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 bro. And Man. then they started they started playing with me, bro. They started playing with me, bro. They was I was OJ the Juice Man, bro. You know he was hot hey. around then. You know 09, hey. 2010. Hey. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey. He started hey. that game. Hey. Hell yeah, bro. That. OJ, yeah, with Gucci, yeah. Bro. That was that was that was the era. <laughs> you feel me? That was and, and, the era. And, and the reason why I bring up Juice Man is because uh, Ju- Juice Man to me was a mentor. Juice Man. Was oh, really? Men- mentors, the steps. You know, the one of the dudes I had to I had to get to know in uh, adolescence to progress forward. Feel me? I had to get right. to know. I had to know who the Juice Man was. Otherwise, yeah. I wasn't gonna know what was gonna happen. You know what was. And so uh, Juice Man was a mentor, and so I bring it up because uh, mentorship, I know this has been uh, one of the best ways for me to make the best steps forward. Like, I, I was trying to make some bread the other day, and uh, and if it wasn't for my homie uh, DJ Tony, you know, Tony, he, he retired like the gangsters. He live in Miami. He getting fat. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's doing good. He's like, gangsters don't die. They retire and go to Miami. He's chilling. Got a crib. Right. He's, got a, he's got a pool with a glass. Uh, I don't know ceiling. I'm like, for what? Mm-hmm. He's like, because I want to. Anyway, but like he gave me the advice I needed to progress forward and make the income that I needed for that situation. And without okay. that mentorship, low key, I would have been uh, lost. So, yeah. who, my question to you right away on the Reality Check podcast, because that's what we here. We here to we here to teach. We here to entertain. We we giving experiences about life. But g- give me a mentor, one of the many. Just give me a mentor that has really changed your life and helped you get to the next level. I got too many, bro. <laughs> I got too many, I just bro. Want, just one. That's I what mean, I'm just one. Just all right. One. I, I don't want to use nobody in my family because they know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? So, but like, all right. Well, biggest mentor. Hmm. I don't know, bro. I, I say it like this, bro. My my freshman year basketball coach. You feel me? That was that was a pretty big mentor. You feel me? Like. That's the dude who gave me the name Juice or whatever, bro. Like, and the the biggest thing from him, bro, was like, don't ever underestimate yourself. You know what I'm saying? That was his whole thing, bro. It was like, 
everybody got potential that they don't know about yet. You know what I'm saying? But if you underestimate yourself, like you don't even allow that to grow. You know what I'm saying? You don't even allow that to grow. And it's it's fucked up because like, bro, like he he was our coach freshman year. He was our coach sophomore year. And then he got, you know what I'm saying? They let him go or whatever, bro. Like he got fired. Damn, what and, the hell? And like, you were learning yeah, bro. Man, come on, that was my, that was my, man, that was my homie. Like, you know how it is, like, that's our coach or whatever, but, like, honestly, bro, you with this man, like, this is our, this is our uncle, for real, for real, you know what I'm saying? For, for some of the guys, like, he was our coach freshman year and sophomore year, shout out, you know what I'm saying, Jesse Moore, he know who he is, bro, like, he was, and he was a school counselor, you know what I'm saying, on top of that, bro, so, like, the little bit of trouble I did get in freshman, sophomore year, like, I ain't even go to no dean or no shit like that. Like, they sent me straight to, you feel me, coach more or whatever, bro. And, and sometimes, nice, like... Nice, Sometimes, so, no, sometimes that's, they they knew that, like, he was the only person that was going to do something about it. <laughs> everybody else, it was just, like... Everybody else, they just wanted to put me in, like, ISS and shit and, and all of that, like, in-school suspension or whatever, bro. But, like, co- yeah. coach more, like... I'll tell you like this, bro. Like he he just understood being a young, a young black person, you feel me? And he understood, like, all right, like this ain't how you deal with them. This is how you deal with them. You feel me? Being that I was one of his players, like, you feel me? A lot of that shit got handled in practice. He couldn't really do too much during school hours and shit, but like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of that shit got handled in practice, bro. And, and I, I really appreciate Coach good. Moore about that shit. Yeah, man. I, like, I was thinking about that, you feel me? But everybody got a mentor like that, bro. You got a mentor like that? Like, you ain't never going to forget? Yeah, yeah. Plenty of them. Plenty of them, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, one of them that sticks out to me in school, too, was my coach, too, for uh, for wrestling. You know, he got me to the finals, you know. I I almost made it to the semifinals before state champ for wrestling for my weight. Wrestling oh, yeah? Yeah, 171 with uh, Coach Hernandez. I had a good sweep. Meaning I would, I would grab, like I was weighing 171, and I, I'd, uh, I'd do my matches against people that are 175, win, okay. and then I do ex- exhibition matches against other people that are like yeah. 215, 220. Damn, weights, what? You know? Them out of your weight class, hit, though, ain't they? I knew how to hip toss. <laughs> so, so I know, like, so, so I wrestled three years. Yeah. It was nice. I, I, I killed him, but like, Coach Hernandez, shout out to you, like, he, uh, He's somebody who will put everything aside to make sure you'll you'll come up front. And the fact that he, uh, you know, he he uncled me. You know, he uncled me one time. You know, like I was uh, I was uh, coming hard because I, I I was ditching school and shit. You know, I was I out there hanging days. hanging out with some girls. You know, what I'm saying there were these two girls. I was uh, kicking the two back and forth in high school. They were beautiful girls. Let's see if I can remember their name, Chris. <laughs> Crystal and hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. don't be Crystal dropping too many names, my boy. No, just make them up. Just make them up. Just make them up. And then I just want to say the names too, cause they're nice too. And then the other one was Joanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. I don't want yeah, nobody no, no. coming back talking about hey. Man, I'm like, man, I don't. You know me. I'm honest. I'm gonna be like, they, know, they know what's up, man. Like they were, they were so uh, good. But each one of them were kind of crazy too. And then uh. They kind of like were were restricting me as far as movement when it came to forward progression in the sport of wrestling. So Coach Hernandez yeah. pulled me aside. Coach Hernandez said, "Hey, Steve, listen here. Hey, you know, you know, you know, girls, beautiful women, beautiful. You know, I'm like what, seventeen, messing mm-hmm. around with girls, right? Things right, like, right, right. Girls are beautiful. Girls are amazing, but girls can be distracting." So if you if you want to get you know you know 
you know, qualified, if you want to get, you know, recognized as somebody with a little more respect, and if you want people to treat you like, you know, you're the man and stuff, and you earned it right here, well, you need to get to work, hit the weights, hit the spars, put in hours, mm-hmm. let's go. Get focused. Let's train. Get yeah. focused. You know, discipline is hard to find, so if you really want it, you know, you get to it. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Coach Hernandez. He, he really kind of like, uh, every now and then when I get, um, off tangent, you know, I make sure I get refocused and he gives his uh, his voices in my head. So he's a great guy and I appreciate his time. Shout sure. out to coaches, man. I don't, I don't think coaches coach. get enough credit. Credit, because, yeah. like, honestly, bro, like, like I'm going to tell you like this, bro. Like, dads are important, bro, but if there's a second in line about biggest influences in life, coaches is right there. You know what I'm saying? Coaches oh, are yeah. right there, bro. Oh, and, yeah. and, and like, bro, some of the things that you learn from coaches, some of the things that they teach you, bro, that's, like, you never forget that stuff the rest of your life, bro. Like, co- mentor, coach, like, I'm going to be a coach one day. You feel, I know I'm going to – I actually, bro, I thought about being I, a I, teacher I just so I could be a coach. You feel me? Because That's what I'm saying. I, I know how much coaches changed my life. You feel me? And how much coaches, like, made you believe in yourself, bro. And, and honestly, bro, like, being a boy, like, being a dude, being a boy in high school, bro, your coaches, you get to see it. Like, they, they, they teachers in the daytime. You feel me? But they different people after school. You know what I'm saying? And when you get to have that relationship with they the different personality, with they out of school personality, like that's now they like your uncle. That's them. You feel me? Now they like your daddy. That's what I'm saying, bro. And and like coaches will change your life, bro. Coaches will change your mentors will change your life, bro. You should. That's what it is. Guidance counselor got on my ass too. One more time back in high school, so I get to I get to senior year. It's high yeah. school. It's a senior year. I'm talking yeah. to my guy. That's when she get mad. <laughs> yep, and she's like, "Hey, hey, Steve, listen here, right here. All right, you've been, you've been, you've been fucking around, Steve." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh shit, yeah. man, Miss Sawyer, yeah. you know, like what, what's been going on, my guidance counselor?" She's like, "Hey, you, you think you can graduate with a 1.8 GPA?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> Right. Like, <laughs> why not? Why not? I don't give up. You know? And I'm like, Right. I remember them years. <laughs> oh God. So like you need to reevaluate yourself and understand that you have the potential that be indefinite if applied properly. And I'm like mm. Damn, those are some big words. <laughs> so she's like, Hey, sacri- uh you lose your lunch. Yeah. Sub- substitute band, choir, orchestra, or whatever. And then you keep it going with the credits and you'll be straight. Take your mathematics that you need. You know, take the English that's necessary and you'll be cool. So I'm thinking, all right. And I got to it and that, what got me going? I, I taught, bro, I taught. I taught for two and a half years at Thomas Jefferson High School. Google that. Thomas yeah. Jefferson High School in Rockford. I taught in the 815. That's why I bring hey. that shit up all the time, bro. Yeah. I stayed at that. I stayed on Independence. Independence and State Street over there by the... By the save a lot, <laughs> by the save a lot, right by the hey, save a lot. Shout and out to Rockford, man. I ain't never been out there, bro. But I, I got some homies from college and everything. That's from that's from out there. You know what I'm saying? So, Rock, Rockford, Rockford, Rockford fucked me up. Rockford, Rockford got me kind of like, yeah. Rockford got me like hesitant with people. Got me like, yo, yo. I mean, yo. I heard this. I heard it's cracking Rockford's, out there, bro. Yeah, it's at the gas station. It's cracking like it's. Yeah. I can imagine now with the I gas heard. prices. Oh my gosh! And I didn't live. I didn't live <laughs> on the west side of Rockford. Shout out to the west side of Rockford. Yeah, They're like house burnings every other Saturday morning. It's fucked whoa, up. Whoa, that's not. A, that's whoa. whoa yeah, what's going whoa. on over there? They cooking yeah, meth or something? No, maybe. maybe <laughs> you know, but it, it was wild though. It was out there, but the prices were right. You know, I had a 
I heard that. Yeah, I had a five-bedroom house yeah. with one-fourth of an acre. You know, not too much, but a fourth of an acre. Bro, when you get outside of Chicago, bro, once you get about two hours outside the city, bro, Illinois get real affordable. Marengo, that's <laughs> another one. DeKalb. Hell yeah, bro. I was yeah. in Carbondale for five years, bro, and everything in between was just so much more affordable than Chicago, bro. Man, everything. I the way, like, if you look at Illinois, I see you and me going in parallel directions. Like, you're southwest suburbs all mm-hmm. the way west, and I'm northwest suburbs all the way west, and we both end up in Iowa. Uh, what? I'm not going no, to Iowa. <laughs> I, 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 no, no, I don't want to go to Iowa either. Man, my homie, his girl lives in Iowa. Yeah. He, he, yeah, nah, they, nah. They, they, don't, they don't like us, bro. They don't like You can put all this right. on the podcast. They different. Bro. Iowa is where you go if you catch a body. If you from Chicago, you catch yeah. a body, bro. It's time. That's where you go when you catch a body. You feel me? When you yeah. trying to, you trying to, you feel me? Not go to jail about some shit. Like you trying to duck the police or something. That's what Iowa. That's the spot. Like you from Chicago, bro. You you get in some shit. But I was all right. You taking bro. that trip? You feel me? Iowa, yeah. four hours away, bro. You could duck and hide, bro. I tell you like this, bro. Everybody that's in Iowa, that, that's where you from? Chicago? Oh, you got yourself in some shit, then you. <laughs> Seriously, right? You only Guarantee, cause I ain't gonna lie, bro. I got some, I got some, I got some family members myself up in Iowa. You feel me? Like I, I understand it. I, hey, look, Lantac, man. <laughs> No, I got to I got, I got, yeah. gotta say this. Hey, check it out, bro. You might call me bogus. It's whatever, right? I get out of college here, or whatever. I get out of college or whatever, right? I get out of college, bro. My cousin tell me, you feel, we shoot a little music video, me and my cousin. It's all love. We shoot a little music video, me and my cousin or whatever, bro. And after the music video, he like, hey, cuz, take me to Iowa, bro. I'm like, you got me fucked up. I ain't about to go to Iowa. That's four, five hours, bro. He like, come on, man. Take me to Iowa. Take me to Iowa. I'm like... Nah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like bro, my nah, car not that they, good, my boy. No, but we like, not gonna make it. You feel me? No, I'm, we, I'm gonna say that, like, like bro, I'm brown. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Latino. You know, like my guy. When I went out there, my guy, he's Mexican too, and me, like, and like we, you know, look, look at us. You know, we ain't, we ain't nothing special. But like they, that, they, I'm sure some Latinos like in Iowa, Latino people in Iowa, they hated on us. Like they shitted on us. It was weird. People like stare at you, like you're something. I ain't gonna lie, bro. You know, like. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Rock Island and West. I, I hear what you said, but I think we might have to just get rid of that mentality, bro. All of America is ours now. You feel me? Like, this is a minority country now. We taking this bitch. Montana, <laughs> yes. we coming. Wyoming, we coming. Utah, King's, we coming. King's size room with the double XL bed, we coming. Let's we go. coming, baby. Like, like <laughs> honestly, bro. Like, we we slamming Idaho, Iowa, and everywhere else. You feel me? We out here. You dig? Like, yeah, this country right. starting to brown up. You know what I'm saying? For real. I for like real, that. I like that. Me? You know, it's becoming indigenous. You know what I'm saying? It's becoming natural, baby, baby. It's becoming beautiful. You know, and I appreciate that. You know, but like, man, you know, we got we got a lot of headliners to talk about. Which was the first one you want to dive into, Joel? You know what? The, you know what we finna talk about, bro. Will Smith, bro. You know, Man. you know what's going on, bro. What happened, bro? I, I, what happened, I, I bro? Think... This the slap. We we just we all seen it. You did. I think it was the Oscars, right? The Oscars. Was it the Oscars? Man, it was just I don't know, bro. I don't I don't even know what awards show it was. I just know that this went down. You know what I'm saying? So Why? do you think he he was right? Do you think he had the right? He had the feelings, the emotions, he was pent up, you know, like I, I personally I would say not there. Don't do it there. You've you've done All so right. well up until then, like why not? But like, there's only so much a man can take. Right, right. 
there's only so much so a man much. can take, bro. What, and what would Tupac do? Well, anyway. Tupac would have. <laughs> See, that's the wrong thing to say, bro. That's the wrong thing to say. You know Tupac was fucking Jada. Right, come on, bro. <laughs> that's what you came cook. Come on, now. Tupac, my boy, that's the one name you could... That's the one it's name the you don't mention. It's too much Gatorade, bro. It's too much It's Gatorade, love. Bro. It's, it's Gatorade, love. Bro. But but check it out, though, bro. We'll, we'll probably hurt, man. I'm hurt. If he ain't hurt, I'm hurt for him. He, it's a lot going on. Check it out, bro. First of all... First of all... I got a son that's famous, and he not famous for a bunch of good stuff. He famous for some good stuff, but this is my same son who was 12 years old walking around wearing tight, you know, leggings. You feel me? And shit like that. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Will Smith is from West Philadelphia, born and raised. He right, wasn't trying to see his playground. son in no tights. He wasn't trying nah. to see his son in no tights. You know what his I'm saying? So he was a football star, right? His oldest was a football star from the first girl. I don't know nothing about that. I don't know them. Oh, I just know I just know Jaden <laughs> and Willow. You feel me? The but ones he, that they put on TV. Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he probably is. Yeah. But but I know Will wasn't happy about that. You dig? And then about Willow. Jaden, Jaden, Jaden. Yeah. Special. I mean, but but you know he that's his son though or whatever. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, then Willow. Will, Willow be saying all type of wild ass shit in the media. You feel me? And it's like it's because my mom. Daughter. She's like, if mom nah. could do it, I could do it hundred times. Better <laughs> is it is it her mama though, bro? Like bro, I, I don't so. even she think it's her for an example. Maybe I don't want to blame Jada because I think it's just that's what happened when you famous, bro. Yeah, like no, when you live in that famous life. How about this? End... Not not to interrupt, but like how about how about this? We we're not blaming Jada at all. We're saying that Jada, because of the role that she plays as a mother, she may have a a kind of an influence, if not the reverse. I know there's people who rebel. People go the opposite way. Maybe. Uh, she she has an influence upon her children, whether or not she wants to admit to it or not. So with that, grave power, Spider-Man, comes grave responsibility is all I'm saying. They got famous parents, though, bro. Like, at the end of the day, like, I ain't trying to be bogus, bro. But, like, in my man, bro, the nanny raised them. The internet oh, raised them. That, that, you see what I'm saying? That that like, like you, I don't even, like... If if you gonna blame their parents, it's more or less because they was rich and famous and moving around and doing shit. It wasn't more, like yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna yeah. be like it's Jada because Jada taught her that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's more or less like shit. They was being famous. Like you feel me? They probably wasn't around like that coming up. But regardless, if I ain't here to talk about their kids, bro. On everything I love, bro. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this Will Smith situation, bro. Because at first I thought it was fake. I thought it yeah. wasn't real. I thought it was staged, bro. I kept looking at it. It looked staged, bro. You feel me? And who 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 better to do a stage slap than Will Smith, the best actor damn near all time? You know what I'm saying? Straight all up. All time. Like, I mean, shit, bro, like, that's a serious, you know what I'm saying, connotation. But that's fast, man. Will Smith might be the greatest actor of all time. Like, you could put him all up there. Time. Yeah, and I, then you could put... You want to put Rock, Chris Rock up there, too, as one of the greatest comedians of all time. But, like, exactly. I think... You know, like exactly. com- comedian. So, like, let's let's talk about like the comedians and do do they have protection nowadays? Like, are, are, that's why Chappelle's protected. That that's yeah. why like yeah, all these other right. other people are protected. We're not we're not like yo. You say something, I'm gonna get up. Like say I'm at the Laugh Factory and mm-hmm. Leon Rogers just says something to me and yeah. whomever I'm with. And do I have the right to go up there? No, no. hell no, boy. Hell no. Boy, if anything, boy. if anything, Leon's gonna be like Steve. Steve Styles, let me. I got a question for you, Steve. And then the question is gonna be this: He's gonna be like, "Yo, what did the five hands say to the face, Steve?" 
And I'm going to be like, what did the five hands say to the face? And he's going to be like, slap. And I'm going to be the butt of jokes for the next five and a half years. So I know better not to do that. So what What? What do you, what do you think was the trigger? You know, in retrospect, as of today on Twitter, uh, G.I. Jane 2, the... The remake uh, was she got she got offered she got offered a role to play that. That's what blew my fucking mind. She got offered the role to play it. We can pull up the. Tw- I'm gonna look it up on Twitter and bring it up. Bro, right. you called it G.I.J. Take it off. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like she, she got offered. She got offered. Yeah. She got offered. Yeah. yeah. She really did. Yeah. She just did. She just did. I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. I mean, bro, I, I I know what triggered him, bro. Like, like you a man, this is your family, and and even more to that, you have been the man, the the man for twenty five years, bro, thirty years, bro. You was the man, and now all of a sudden, the last three four years, bro, you are the laughing stock of the, the you you are the image of of being emasculated. Will Smith has become the image of being emasculated in the last two, three years, bro. You feel me? And it's straight up, bro. And and you talking about somebody who was the king of the world. You feel me? Like, Will Smith, bro, men in black, you know what I'm saying? Bad boys, bro. Wild Wild West, bro. Hancock was one of my personal favorites, bro. I wrote... You could... You really... Will Smith has probably the coldest catalog in Hollywood. You feel me? Over the last 30 years, especially for a black person, bro, straight up. Because you know our roles don't come as often. But Will, Will been the man. You feel me? Ever. I looked up for him since Independence Day. Bro, I've been getting jiggy with it since 94. Nah, 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 nah. Bro. Nah, 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 getting jiggy. Some of my... Go ahead, I'm sorry, bro. I could talk about Will Smith all day. That's fine. That moment. But, bro, bro, for a guy who didn't have a dad, like, yeah. growing up, oh, that, yeah. I, I'd always be looking for role models, you know? Yeah, I'd always okay. be looking like, the music and entertainment and yeah. the streets and all the wrong places, you know, yeah. because of the, yeah. my situation. But, like, I've been looking for that stuff. Like, so I was so drawn to Will Smith at such a young age, like, in the late 90s, you know what I'm saying? Like, since, like, 96 or something, he's been killing it. And then yeah. saw Fresh Prince growing up and got all that shit from Uncle Phil, Fresh you know what I'm saying? And, you know, such such dimes throughout that. Will Smith has always had my undivided, but like I feel like he he reached his boiling point, and this was it. He couldn't take it anymore. For years upon years, the the amount of energy that has been negative and just like in waves thrown at him, he's like, you know what? Forget this. It's over. You know, I'm about to, you know, and he won uh, best male actor of the year, so. I was like, which he deserved, cause, cause, he cause, def- uh, for a couple years, Gemini Man, uh, King Richard, bro, he been killing, he been killing, King he been Richard killing. was, oh, he been I killing that movie, it was so yeah, yeah. good. My my dad Man. came and put me on to that one. You feel me, King Richard? He's like that was hidden, bro. Yeah, it was and, tennis. And all right, so for you to be the biggest alpha male in Hollywood for the last thirty years, and to this day you still a man. You was the man when you was teenagers doing Fresh Prince. You was a man when it was Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. You know what I'm saying? And, and for you to be going down like this and not even of something that you caused. You feel me? You you to be really taken down because of the actions of your family. And bro, I know that gotta be, and it got to a point where it was like, I'm sick of this shit. And at first, bro, I I really thought that the slap, I thought that that shit was fake. I thought yeah, that that was sec- that was the first thing I saw when I saw the video on replay. I'm like, oh no, that was just you know, let me just replay, let me see Chris, you know, lean back and right, you know, right, right. It was cracked. It was, it was, it was 
you know? It was like, cunt, like, you know? It was crazy. But this is this. <laughs> Go ahead, hand I'm to scared. rock. I was gonna say hand to rock. <laughs> this, this the thing though, bro. When when I seen the slap, it was a full follow through. I I thought it was fake, and I thought it should be fake. It should be like a WWE thing because who better? You got the best actor of all time. You and got they both the, smile at the end, right? They're like, and, hey, it was just a joke. Right, and I say, who better to act this out than the best actor of the last 30 years, bro? And the, and who better to take it on the chin than the funniest comedian of the last 30 years? Or, you know, whatever. So I'm like, all right, this got to be fake. But what I heard was, after... So this is in America, bro, the way they showed it was, there was a slap, and then they kind of cut to commercial or something, right? Yeah, and then but, the European one, the one that was... Right. Uh, yeah, they let it stream. Right, so I guess what what actually happened was after the slap, Will walked back to his seat, and they, you know, Will was like, "Keep my family out your, keep my family out your motherfucking mouth," and he just started screaming that shit like like he was in the hood, like he was at a little hood club yelling at somebody on stage, like "Keep my family out your motherfucking mouth," like on some nigga shit, like he back in Philly. Um, all right, it's cracking, like, and you know, you know, you feel Chris Rock from from Brooklyn or whatever. So I'm like, all right, so it's, go down, you, know, you feel me? He get, he get throw hands, you know, like but, shit. But I'm 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 thinking like all right, bro. Like they said after that, I guess maybe after the war show was over with or after the the, the the whole scene had happened, Will went backstage and like Tyler Perry and and uh, Tyler Perry and somebody else had to calm him down. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, this is serious. Like he he ready to catch him. You feel me? He was ready to go catch Chris like like ready to catch Chris Lackin for for real. Like he was it was it was cracking. So. I'm like, all right, but like, I, I thought it was phony until I seen that part. And then I was like, oh, this is serious, bro. Like, one, I would have been smacked the shit out of anybody else who said something about my family, bro. But it would have been on the first. It was been. It would have been on site initially. Like, I'm that dude. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't. I don't give you second tries. No, stop it the first time. That's how it's always been with me. That shit, that shit was just wild, bro. But I, I'll tell you this. I thought about this part of it, too, and I was like, I hate that it's two black men on the Oscar stage. You know what I'm saying? And this is how they have to bring attention to the Oscars, or this is how, to, how they trying to go viral or whatever. Like, this is the, the biggest actor of all time, damn near. This is one of the funniest people of the last 30 years. Like, And this is this is the extremes that they go to, like, y'all doing black on black crime on a white platform in front of the world. Like, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, I ain't finna let you keep talking about my family either. Well, no matter how you feel, you know what I'm saying? You the, you the man, bro. Like you feel me? Like nah, nah, how this is going to go in the future though, bro. Cause I feel like they finna Kanye Will Smith. And I always thought that this was coming, but I always thought Will Smith was safe enough to where like, all right, they not going to try him, but now it's on. No, now it's on. Will Smith just put himself in the not safe category now. You got his slapping niggas, bro. Like you can't be out here slapping niggas. You feel you in the you in the violent black man category with you know what I'm saying? You feel me? You you in the violent black man category with Kanye and Cosby and you know what I'm saying? And everybody else, Tory and everybody else now, bro. Like, so I think that shit might affect his roles, bro. I think that shit might affect his future for real. Like, I hope it don't. Yeah. But, I heard uh, Capone talk about like you know what what if they they ban him for the next one they don't let him they don't allow him to come in person. Nah, like, man, I don't think horrible. that's no. Nah, I think that's fucked up. That 
they should do no shit like that. Because honestly, bro, he the reason this shit going viral. He the, he the reason that anybody even give a fuck about the Oscars. They ain't even know that shit was coming on to that shit happened yesterday. You feel me? So fuck all that. I don't think it's never cool to like make a whole bunch of money off somebody and get a whole bunch of clout off somebody and then be like, you can't come no more. That's that shit that they be doing to Kanye, bro. I be hating that shit, bro. I be hating that shit, bro. But so, but they might though. They might. Yeah. And then like, bro, what happened next time, bro? They say, all right, they we gonna ban him. He can't come. And then they start flaming his family and he ain't even there to, you feel me? Cut that shit out. Like, I kind of like what he did now that I think about it, bro. Cause he kind of setting the table, like, all right, bro, come try that shit again. If I'm smacking the shit out, I don't give a fuck if you is on stage. I don't give a fuck if you on the radio. I don't give a fuck if you on TV. I, we, I do this shit on the biggest platforms in the world, bro. You trap, you trap my family. I'm backhanding your bitch ass, bro. Don't forget I'm from West Philly. Man. Like, it's cracking, bro. I like that shit. Like, I kind of like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me too, man. But, like, it's it's a reminder, too, that we, we, we can't, um, let our emotions get the best of us in right. some of our key situations, right. you know. If he right. if he would have known he was gonna win best actor for the evening at the award show, I think in retro hindsight's twenty twenty for everything, he would have taken a step back. Cause Will I believe is that guy for the benefit of the doubt, he's an amazing role model. Um but like man, you know, it's well, time will tell. Time will tell with everything, you know. I, I know Will, you know, he's gonna make his you know, he made that that comment at the end too, also he apologized immediately. But um it, it, it could be, you know, detrimental toward his, his career and all the best years are behind him, but I don't want to say that, you know. I, I still I don't go think back and watch iRobot, you know what I'm saying? I'm still watching I Am Legend, you know. I'm still going back and watching all these great movies regardless. Bro, I don't think his best years are behind him. I think Gemini, man... I think, well, first of all, he introduced this movie called Bright, which was the first movie that was, like, feature film release on Netflix. It's sort of like with a major actor like Will Smith, right? All right, he did that. Then he did Gemini Man, which was like the first movie where they had like him as his 50-year-old self and then they had like him as 20-year-old Will Smith too in the same movie, you know what I mean? And that when they was like working together. So he introduced a new technology, bro. And now like, like I don't know, bro, King Richard, like that was just an amazing film or whatever. Amazing. Like he can't, So it's like, bro, his best days ain't even behind him, bro. It's just a matter of like his legacy gonna be forever tarnished about this shit, you know? Especially in this wonderful world of social media, bro. Once that meme hit, it's there forever. You feel me? Michael Jordan gonna be the crybaby forever. You know what I'm saying? That meme hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? So, shit, you know it's gonna be some slap memes off that shit, boy. It was probably Meme City on Instagram today. I ain't see everything, but shit. There are all types of memes out there, man. It's been doing good, man. I, I just... <laughs> I can't complain with all this stuff that's been going on with the media. You know, there's all types yeah. of types of uh, headlines too. You know, what's what's another headline you were mentioning? Oh God, bro! I, I seen a headline the other day that was talking about fucking male birth control, bro. Oh man! Oh man, bro, man! <laughs> oh man! All right, a new approach to male birth control. This is mm-hmm. I am intramural from irp.nih.gov.gov. Birth control has long been mostly one-sided as the vast majority of contraceptive methods are intended exclusively for women. However, IRP research has shown the potential for a new approach towards creating reversible methods of male contraception. So, man, like, what, what do you know about this? I don't know. I'll tell you this, bro. I ain't doing it. 
Me neither, man. You know it's gonna make sperm count. It's gonna mess with all types of things. Bro, I heard I heard some of the little rumor side effects, bro. They said this shit already caused low um low libido and all type of shit. Yeah, nigga, erectile dysfunction. I'm fuck is going on, boy. How you fuck? Who knows? This sounds like a neuter pill. Yeah, it is, man. It sounds like we animal. I'm not trying none of this. Not at all, bro. But no. but I, it did give me a thought, though, bro. It did give me a thought. I did say, all right, cool. If if it is a male birth control pill, is this would this change how guys look at sex? You feel me? As far as like, cause you all right, think about it like this. Every time that you mess with a girl, every time that you lay down with a girl, whatever, right? You say you had sex with a girl, whatever. You always risking having a baby with her, right? On your half, she might be on birth control or whatever, but on your half, you don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just kind of, like, risking it. Condo, yeah, we use condoms and shit. You always strapped up, you know Right, right. But, like, let's be honest, bro. Condoms break, and and sometimes, you feel me, it's it's trap methods in place. You feel me? (laughs) So, so, like, so, so there's always a risk, right? There's always a risk of, of, of impregnation, right? And so with that risk is like a lot of that risk got to do with how we pick the girls that we want to kind of mess with, you know what I'm saying? And how we value different girls, right? But if but girls, because of birth control, they can take that risk away. And I think because they take that risk away, how they pick their sex partners is different than how we pick ours. You know what I'm saying? With 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 ours, is like we value a prettier girl because there's always a risk that we could get this prettier girl pregnant opposed to maybe the not prettier girl. But with them, it's like, all right, they know that there's no risk of them getting pregnant. So who they choose to have sex with might be different. And so if we was given that option of like, the risk is to have a baby is gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, would we pick our sex partners differently? Would that change how we have relationships? Would that change who we want to have kids with? All of that. Because let's be honest, bro. How many dudes out there got kids with girls that they wish never had kids with? You know what I'm saying? And if they could have took a male birth control, bro, and they, you feel me? Like, it would have changed the whole course of how relationships work. You feel me? Yeah, so Yeah. But it may, maybe I'm an old school because it takes away the, the excitement of, uh, well, for me, it was different. Right. We, it takes away the excitement. And then, mm-hmm. and then I planned, you know, you know, unprotected sex for the next couple of months, you know, until we got it going on, you know. Right, right, But right. I was already married with a partner who was committed at the time, you know, so yeah. it made sense. We planned it out, you know, so it was, it was pretty cool. It was good, like, but but when I went, like, pre-her, pre-wife, divorce, post-wife, and afterwards, always come, always. Yeah, for sure. I'll put on, for if, sure. They, if they let me put on double, I'll put on two, you know what I'm saying? I'm running the risk of... You know, like there's uh, venereal diseases out there. You know, what I'm saying yeah. STDs are, are nightmares. You know, and that shit keeps me up at night. You have to make sure, you know, as a man, you know, you got million dollar, million dollar dick, billion dollar sperm. Feel me? Take that, that to the bank. And so, like, hey, you know, that's one thing. That. Like, you got to protect your ish, you know, regardless. And I got that that advice from a homie, a mentor. We're going right. full circle here, mentor. See, you you talking shit. about? You talking about STDs keep you up at night, boy. Child support yeah. payments keep me up at night. Sorry, <laughs> you know, you know, if you if you got a good lawyer, you know, you can learn to, you know, sue that and do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. Boy, I done seen child support break some folk, boy. I know some guys, boy. They every time they come to the barbershop, boy, they six, seven kids, boy. Seventy five percent of that check gone, boy. Ah, oh, that shit keep me up at night, bro. That keep me strapping up. You dig? 
chose me and the chosen man, we good. <laughs> you feel me? That's my oh, boy. That's my boy. I don't that's care my what the boy. price is. You, you pay that price right now, so you ain't got to pay the the price later. That's all I'm saying. For sure, but <laughs> like, what, yeah. whenever that male birth control pill come out, bro, I know it's a lot of people that's going to be flocking to that, bro. I ain't for it. You know what I'm saying? Surprise I ain't me. for it, bro. It's not for me. Neither. Me neither. Bro. It's not for me, but hey, look, you know, you never know, bro. You might have to raise your son in that world instead of giving him a, a, a sock full of condoms like my dad gave me. You might have to just go ahead and give him that that male birth control. That to, I don't yeah, know. That's messed up. That's is messed it though, up. bro, or is it just a new way? What if it lowers like, your testosterone? What if it messes with your hy- hypothyroidism? Your that's thyroid, the thing, bro. Your pineal gland. There's all types of things. I feel like that's already happening. Yeah, but you got to stay godly, bro. You got to stay as connected. Like, you know, that's one reason why I'm reading this shit. Like, if you let your hair grow, that's been, I've been letting my hair grow. All mm-hmm. my homies my age, they going bald. <laughs> so I'm over here growing my hair. I'm like, oh, yeah. man. And you then, think like, it's something to that? Like, letting is, your hair man, grow, it changes there you? Is. There is. It changes you. It makes you more in tune with the vibrations that are above you and below you. you know, yeah. How... how uh, the energy flows and like your hair is an extension of yourself and like an right. antenna, if anything. You no, know, no, I ain't got nappy hair, but I, but I got the curls. You know, if I let it grow, we'll see what's cracking. But like, mm. like I, we'll, we'll, like it's it's a good feeling. Like I feel more me. I, the the more the more I grow, the more I do things. I'm like the older I get, I more get more in tune with being me. I heard that, bro. I, I'm growing my hair out right now too, and I definitely like. Yeah, I feel yeah. like my personality is like stronger. You know what I mean? I feel like when I cut my hair, bro. I know it's weird because I've been having my hair cut my whole life, but I feel like I'm like more. It's like I'm more. I'm probably gonna conform. You know what I mean? I'm more yeah. like. I'm, I'm more likely to conform. And when, like, when I let my hair grow, it's like, fuck it. Like, I'm ready for the fight. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, me too. Like, I'm doing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I used regardless. to. I used to like, you know what I'm saying? You know, they tell you about Samson and the Bible and all of that. And I kind of think it's something to that now. Like, when you let your hair grow, like, it's a little bit of, like, rebellion or something that come out, bro. I don't know, bro, but I'm I'm not cutting my hair right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cutting my face. You know what I mean? But yeah. my hair, like, I'm, I'm letting it do its thing right now, bro. <laughs> Yeah, as you should, man. That's good. There's good vibrations that's come with it, man. You know, as your hair grows up, it's a beautiful thing, man. Hell yeah, especially I want folks to see this mustache now that the mask mandate is finally over. You feel me? That shit worldwide, countrywide, international, bro. That shit over with. You know what I'm saying? And I guess the CDC getting sued everywhere around the corner, bro, because the CDC trying to enforce the mask mandate, but all of the states is like, bro, we not having it. You know what I mean? And I guess they got it uh, to where you don't need no masks in public places, but you do need them on public transportation, trains, buses, and planes, right? And that's why, that's why I guess, you know, the CDC is getting sued for unlawfully enforcing masks for for no reason, like without having reason to, which at that yeah. point, bro, now you got to look at the whole situation. Like, all right, how much of this whole corona situation was them just overdoing shit because they could? You know what I mean? And now it's like fight back time. You feel me? Because 20 states is suing the CDC, bro. Like, boy, it's only 50 states, bro. If they hit 50%, my nigga, we get them the fuck up out of here. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's wild, bro. Like, that that mean a good majority of the, co- of the country is not fucking with the CDC. They not, they not cool with that COVID shit. You know what I'm saying? I think people is coming to their senses and they like, yo, I don't, I don't know if it was real as y'all try to make it out to be. People do not trust the CDC, bro. No, not at all. Neither would I. You know, like I pulled up a couple of interviews myself, and then some other uh, um, 
articles, and there was one that got me twisted because it said the seven uh, the virus is fictitious. CDC sued by seven university scientists for huge fraud, and it goes into more detail about no trace of this virus at all. Found only type A and B influenza virus. This only seems to be a virus of the flu flu-like symptoms with certain detriments if you have comorbidities. So they're, they're, they're tripping like there's seven universities out there that want to sue them along with these 20, you said what, governors, companies? All 20, 20, 20 states, bro. They said the state. So it's going to be like the state versus Georgia. I mean, like Georgia versus the CDC, Texas versus oh, yeah, the CDC. Georgia like the state, the, the, the state government decided like, yo, this is bullshit. You feel me? And I want to see how this go, bro, because I think that they might be pulling like the mask off the biggest hoax the world has ever seen. You know what I mean? Oh, and I, I kind of thought this was like, I kind of thought the COVID shit wasn't all the way right in the first place because it was the way they was doing things was always just too funny. You know what I mean? They was like having commercials with people dying on FaceTime and they was kind of, they was trying to sell it. You know what I mean? And it, but, but we about to see some shit now. We are, man. We got a lot to come. Now we about to see some shit, and that's what it is, bro. But, I mean, shit, bro. That's all I got for the day, you dig? I know we was going to keep it short and sweet today, you feel me? We just wanted yeah, to touch yeah. down on a couple of things, you dig? Keep keep it real, you feel me? And keep it going, you dig? So, appreciate you, know you for is, tapping man. in today. Always, bro, man. I'm here for you, man. My man, JBJ. Follow him on social media. It's just as well as me, too. We the reality check podcast. That's what it is, you dig? I'm on Instagram. Life of Jarrell, I'm on Twitter. Life of Jarrell, you dig? I'm always in your girl DMs, bro. Don't shoot me, you feel me? That's what it is. My boy Steve Styles, he all on the social medias, bro. You know what I'm saying? Break it down, Steve Styles. Easy, man. On Instagram, at Steve underscore Styles with a Z. And at the same time, young homie on Twitter. I'm your baby mama's favorite DJ, but we already hey, know that. Hey. I'll let you, boy. Let's have a great week. See y'all Friday, because we got the Midday Live show this Friday. That's right. Midday Live show this Friday, bro. And that's what it is, bro. This is the Reality Check Podcast, bro. Thanks for tuning in. We out.